Young, and you're watching Super C. Hey kids, Dan the Dad here, and you're watching Shootin' Shit. And if you change that channel, you're grounded. That's why it was good. It was organic. And fuck you, I'm high, so deal with it. I'll, I'm good. Just chill. Just getting so mad at me. <laughs> There's only one rule. Time. You don't fucking talk about Fight Club, but you talked about Fight Club. We had this restart. Good goddamn, man. Good lord. Where? <laughs> Well, episode 125 is starting tonight, you know, the restart. Fuck it. Episode 125, the restart. It's been named already. 125. Did I feel like ever... that's kind of a lame title for what we're doing here. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's significant. <laughs> it should get a it's little significant. Bit I mean, it's a restart of like the fresh new days we've got here. It's the restart because we had to restart the episode. I mean, fuck the restart. Unreal. Yeah. Feel like sometimes you're a little too honest with our fans, dude. Wanna... Oh yeah, I'm the one that's too honest with our fucking fans. Yeah, got you. Let's start this bitch off. I'm turning y'all. A line of coke that was intense brother i was having yeah. flashbacks just stepped out of the fucking delorean bro let's go Dude. 88 what? miles an hour gentlemen that's where we're going tonight uh, i was having flashbacks to lace panties and aquanet cans all over the place <laughs> back 40, in the day 40, for you buddy 42 year old <laughs> single male in the 80s fuck <laughs> <laughs> Dude, even the bags. girls in high school used Aquanet back in the day, man. The guys were using it too. Sean's they wanted hair as tall as Joe Bond. There was hair back in the day. Yeah, he's like 74 <laughs> in that fucking 80s bush that he was chasing after. That 80s bush, dude. There was still bush in the 80s. Kind of looked like this. Yeah, man. I was yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> thanks, I was thanks, for share, thanks for sharing your fucking Merkin, bro. It's real, it's real great on camera. <laughs> I was in the Putang Delta from 86 to 89. <laughs> you look like a Q-tip that you just pulled out of your own ass. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, hey, buddy. Hey, the fro, man. People love it, dude. People love the fro. I ain't going to lie to you. I feel like if you put that in hot water, like it would get lighter. It, it gets curlier. It, it'll tighten down. Yeah. It's when you could really tell there's stuff in the blood there that's got curly hair. But yeah, your head makes you look at your head makes me just want to like it reminds me to clean I, my sneakers. Like I just gotta listen, <laughs> like get down there and just 
So what we're gonna do on the last day of Black History Month, oh, we're gonna fucking be man. racist on the last day of Black History Month. Is well, that what dude, you want you're tonight? the one walking around with the two foot fro. What do you want us to do? It's pretty fucking inclusive to me, my friend. That's what I'm thinking. I just don't understand how it just keeps going straight the fuck up. Eventually, it's gonna get tired and just be like, I'm falling over now. Right? It's it gonna fall like, over. It looks like cultural appropriation, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You do know I'm mixed with like everything, dude. I'm even yeah, like I have seven percent Irish that Sean would hear claim. Dude, every fuck wow. it's How like it's like once a quarter, on you, dude. That's not cool. Every three fucking months we have to break down the percentages of what fucking Jovan is. Like oh, I got a bro because I'm 0.74% African American, bro. Or like Puerto Rican, I'm, dude. It's in the blood. I'm three percent Jewish. Shalom. I'm, I'm not I'm not Samoan. We You're proved not that one. Not Simone. Yeah, no, Which no, is the there's... one that everybody was like, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I really thought you were Simone. Dude, so did my dad for 32 years of my life. But, you know. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him. He already paid 18 uh, to find out at 32. The secrets we keep from the ones we love. Womp, womp. Womp, yeah, that thirty, womp. That, that thirty-two and me was a lot funnier when I told my dad, hey, it's a boy. And I actually meant it. So I'm not Simone. <laughs> wow you're still the one though buddy the one number one in your hearts gentlemen we've got a lot of shit to cover tonight kind of i mean some wrestling some bullshit that we do our shit shit um it is dude i mean we're shooting shit so we do we shit shit um elimination chamber slash wwe's road to wrestlemania because joey was so passionate about the chamber being the official start to the road to wrestlemania we are in our final fucking few days now gentlemen um who watched chamber i did too i watched it in sections because it wasn't it wasn't good enough to keep my intention to watch it all the way through (laughs) nonstop. and i don't mean that like i'm not shitting on it completely it was it wasn't a Decent show, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I think all the steam and everything that they're putting into what's going on at Mania made the... Didn't you say this last week, Joe? I'm not sure. That the Elimination Chamber, yes, it's the road to WrestleMania, but it was pretty much not a part of the storyline and what's going on right now. I mean... It was predictable, man. We all pretty much feel like we know what the WrestleMania main main matches are going to be. So the chamber matches weren't going to be anything big to blow you away. Were there big performances? Hell yeah. I think a star was made during the elimination chamber. We could hit on that in a minute. Are you but, talking about the hooker that you got a crush on? Hey, hey, hey. That's not nice. She's a fucking... I, she, I'm going to go out here right now and say it then. You know what, You're Tiffany? A sure. <laughs> <You're> a- <laughs> I'm going to open up my own wrestling federation. We're going to have hookers and beer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call it the UHW, UFW. <laughs> UWF. Change my name to Herb. UWF, there you go. <laughs> Change my name to Herb. I'm going to buy cowboy boots and cocaine. No. <laughs> I've already got the cocaine. No, but... um, Cowboy boots full of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Dusty has the mid-rider boot, and they always use that for the big thing? I want a big-ass yeah. cocaine boot for Herb. Why has nobody made a cocaine boot for Herb, dude? Come on. I think he's buried in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's buried in Mexico's finest. I guarantee it. 
fuck. Poor guy. Anyway. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, didn't deserve it. <laughs> you poor guy. What <laughs> he's like, save a bus little kids I didn't fucking know about. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, casual fans might not know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh yeah, we're, probably, know. we're talking about the one and only, the late great Herb Abrams, <laughs> the late great, late great, who started his own wrestling promotion just pretty much to do drugs and fuck. So you know, yeah, yeah, that was that was the basis of it. Yeah, that the, was all of it. Rumors surrounding his demise. <laughs> <laughs> are true <laughs> are most likely true most likely true. that shit hey there's an entire Dude. dark side of the ring episode on it oh my god and i don't even think his federation last I, mean, what, I don't even months? think yeah like months, right that's crazy oh, shit. shit dude her yeah hey look elimination chamber up. elimination chamber is this it's the card set up for wrestlemania you got two nights of wrestlemania you got a lot of matches to fill in so Elimination Chamber just sets the table for all the feuds going into Mania, and I think we got a huge chunk of them at this point. We're at least getting to see AJ Styles and LA Knight, and we're definitely going to see Randy Orton and Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Oh, my God, yeah. I can't wait. I hope Randy just assassinates that dude. <laughs> Damn. I dude, do. You know, I really do. Logan no, I wrestle, though. We've been saying. I know, dude, I, he can't. He can, but he's also a fucking idiot, and we know it. Anybody catch, not... anybody catch uh, Kevin Owens just laying into him again, like the same oh as the Royal God, Rumble? Yep. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. He heavy. I, don't, I don't think that's – I mean, that looks pretty it's, good to me. Yeah, it looked pretty But when you think about him being in a ring with Orton, there's the one guy that you better not fuck off with in the ring. Oh, dude! Randy Orton could make him look like a quadriplegic in that ring if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, but let's be honest. Number one, you're giving a lot of grief to Logan Paul when he doesn't fuck around in the ring. He's been fucking great in the ring. You're mixing, you're mixing up his personality on YouTube and all that bullshit. Yeah, you're right, and I agree. He is, he is. Every match he's had, he has had quality matches. I mean, and you could even go back to that situation with him and Ray. Everybody said, well, he saved him. He wasn't in the wrong spot. Ray was. That was Ray's mistake. That wasn't his mistake. Exactly. And you know what? With Randy at this point in his career, I kind of feel like Randy's at that spot now where he gets to pick who he's going to work with. I'm sure he does. Do you see Logan Paul going over Randy Orton at Mania? I'm, well, to me, this seems like very much so that build. Randy giving yeah. Logan Paul that rub. And because, I mean, he's at the point in his career where he can. It's not going to yeah. lose anything. He's not going to lose a spot or any steam on it. That's kind of how I looked at it. I'm like, wow. Man, Randy Orton giving Logan Paul the rub would be. Logan's on a contract, dude. He's not Nobody just one time right Yeah, now. I just mean like you would have to quit talking shit about Logan Paul. As a wrestler, if Randy Orton gives him the rub, he would just have okay. to. He would earn it. He's earned it. Name me one. It. Name me one more performer that's been as consistent and as good as he has over the twenty-year career. HBK, yeah, Randy. Brett, Randy's the man. Henning, he's on par with all those guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. 
but I'm not going to sit here and take your slander over Tiffany Stratton, who's going to be a bona fide fucking main <laughs> event star. That is the next Charlotte Flair. I guarantee you she's going to be the next face of the women's division. Cool. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Let me go fucking call Ty. At least somebody who likes no, no, wrestling. I just think the girl looks too much like one of those girl up dolls. She doesn't know who she is yet. When she, I'm, don't get me wrong, she's great. I think she, I, I agree with you. She's very talented in ring. She's got great work ethic and all that. It's just the, it's the, the presentation. When she gets up there and somebody else is actually doing her makeup and doing all of her shit, they're gonna, they're gonna soften her look a little bit because she does look too much like a, a blow up doll right now. <laughs> she does, man. Nobody's gonna take her seriously because they're too busy looking at her ass. All right. You know. Cancel me. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I tell the truth when I'm nervous. (laughs) Man, am I wrong? I don't know. I think she's I think she's a good talent. Um, we don't really we haven't really seen much of a persona from her. Not even in NXT has she really came off with a great persona, character, whatever you want to say. But I think the move set is there. The dedication is definitely there. And she was over. Despite yeah. missing a persona, she is over. She was hot. Hold on. So this means you guys aren't watching anything else. Because she's been on. She was on SmackDown. She was, dude, she's talking. Yeah, she's been she drafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's like been. She's, she she's, been. Doing, she's doing her gimmick. There's yeah. nothing that changed from NXT to come into the main roster. Yeah. She's still doing her shit. So, you know, it, you know, she's all right. I don't think she's that great. I'm going to put it this way. I think she's finding it. If she keeps going the direction she's in, you're absolutely right. She could very well be the next year. I mean, I don't know. No, she won't. Ain't no other woman going to win that many titles for a very long time. But all right. So WWE knows how to do two things with women's wrestling. Number one, make a really whiny, generic, annoying heel. Or number two, Make an insufferable baby face. They don't have anywhere to go with this. Her character is the same fucking gimmick as so many other women in the WWE had. There's mm-hmm. nothing special or magical about her. And this is why it's like, oh, she's finding it. She's doing it. Dude, it doesn't fucking matter. She she's nothing but a cookie cutter personality, cookie cutter gimmick from WWE past. That's not gonna change. Mm-hmm. Her moveset is okay. I mean, there's nothing to write home about. It's not standout spectacular, but, you know, it is what it is. So that kind of leaves her stuck because she's going to get the same fucking goofy, you know, annoying, uh, you know, I'm better than you, like, mean girl bullshit heel character. It's it's fucking garbage, dude. Like, this is why I can't stand. This is why I can't stand watching. The only, and, and think about it. Think about the top stars, women stars in WWE. They're all very specific with very specific things about them. Mm-hmm. Their characters don't fall in line with the typical either insufferable baby face that is just so happy to be a baby face all the time or that fucking whiny mean girl heel. Like high school mean girl. Right. Yeah. Charlotte like what they try to out, do with Naya. Charlotte stands out from that. Well yeah, which is why I hate Naya's character completely. Yeah. Charlotte Charlotte stands out because of her name. Let's just be real. That's where it comes from. So she got a pass on that. Obviously, she works great in the ring. So there, you know, there's no complaints there. 
but even so, like she has that whole queen heel gimmick down, right? Okay. There's right. Becky. Becky reinvents herself as the man and this whole new persona that kind of stands out from those two stereotypical WWE women's mm-hmm. characters. Um, you mm-hmm. have, I, I mean, beyond that, you have Rhea, who's her own thing at this point. You can't even tell if she's a heel or face anymore because everybody she's just heard. fucking loves her. Yeah, you know? she's transcended. Yeah, she's transcended now, dude. She's gonna be huge. Exactly. Um, and that's Bianca really kind of what the best. I'm the best, the greatest. You know, the she's an insufferable baby face at this point, dude. I, like, yeah, I think I think they're kind of over the Bianca thing for a little. Yeah, bit. like her character has grown stale, and her character. I think I've said this a million times. Her character doesn't work as a face anyway. Should have been a heel. Massive she should have been a heel. Her and Montez should flip that shit and be the next Jay Z and Beyonce in the WWE. Man, that would be fucking sweet. That'd be a great storyline yeah. for both of them to turn heel. Well, the power and, couple in celebrating Black History Month, we all know how <laughs> feels about pushing yeah. any, any black athletes. So, good luck to that storyline because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Well, and that's yeah. kind of the problem I have with it too. Or just on that premise alone, Montez Ford is a fucking unbelievable talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, great on the mic. He can tell a story. Super athletic. He's added muscle mass to his build. He's changed his look. He's working stiffer. He's you know, in this this storyline with Bobby Lashley and just trying to get a foothold, they need to cut the anchor off and just let him go. Yeah. The man can that talk, he's got the look. Dude, he could be the fucking black Ric Flair. I mean, he could come in like Glando Calabrician, man, just be smooth as fuck, dressed to the nines and cut just wicked-ass, nasty-ass uh, promos with his wife standing right there next to him who could kick it just as much ass as he can. He it writes that. itself. Lando reference. In the galaxy far, far well, away. Well, I was thinking Billy D, but <laughs> Lando can. Yeah. Lando say Billy, Billy D. Ain't I don't know bad. that a lot of kids watching will know who Billy D. Williams is. Unless they drank Coke Forty Fives. What is Coke Forty Five? Oh, good shit, gentlemen. Good shit. Well, as we stated. Elimination Chamber, you know, very fucking forgettable. Did have some big moments. Rhea looked like a damn star in her hometown, home country, whatever. I know it wasn't where she was from, but it was her home country. Looked like a damn star. Presentation was great for her. Letting her main was great. Um, other than that, it was a very forgettable show. But it does what it does, guys. It's uh, It gets us further down that road to WrestleMania. But you know what made her look like a star? You know what? what made her look like a star? She did she did the one thing that when you talk about like greats, all-time greats, they could do, which is work with any type and work any style match. Yeah. And she went out there and made Nia look like a million bucks. Oh yeah. Arguably her best match. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say that, and you know. Whatever, if you want to shit on Nia or not, doesn't matter. All I'm saying is, she Rhea went out there and worked a completely different style match than she's used to, and made it look amazing. So, well, I'm gonna say that I'm, she's, I, she's, I, she's all time at this point. Yeah, I, I, hundred. I'm sorry, Joe. I agree with you hundred percent on that, and I will actually tell you that at one point during the show when I was watching it, I don't know why, but. A young game came into my head. 
she reminds me of Hunter. Just the character development, how it got to the point where like she was a face. She got over. They sent her heel. She's more over than she's ever been. Now she's in that. I'm a badass. So, yeah, I'll do what I got to do. But if you fuck, yeah, I'm going to whip your ass. And that's Triple H, man. It's like she's on the same trajectory as him. And that ain't a bad guy to follow. That ain't a bad guy to follow. No, I I love that because I saw a recent interview with MJF. And they asked MJF who his favorite was. And he said Triple H. And they said, why? And he said, it doesn't matter where Triple H was. There were people cheering for the guy against Triple H because that's how much heat he got. That's how over he was. And he goes, anytime that Triple H put you over, that made your career. If Triple H put you over, that jump started your career. That was that big marquee win. Whoever Rhea puts over for that belt, man, that's it. That's that Triple H rub. She's not lost a match in what? Two years? Yeah, she's, two years? she's on a monster roll right now, dude. I mean, that's like Asuka NXT, you know, territory. Yeah. They're not really promoting that right now, that she's on this unbelievable tear. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, she's the champ, and they're – dude, she's earning her money. Fuck, yeah. She, she filled a big void there with Charlotte out, Sasha gone. She Becky made the judgment out. day stick, dude. Yeah, she dude. made well, that yeah, whole faction state because it oh, was yeah, falling for apart. Sure. But for sure. sad to say, her and Dom, even I want to give Dom no credit, but her and Dom kept the judgment day where it's at right now, dude. Yeah. Well, Mania's coming. I know me and Joey K will be there in beautiful Philadelphia. And we're starting to get the rumblings on what this card's going to look like. What's shaking up, man? It could be night one, mm-hmm. night two. Um, you know, if you believe the rumors, we might have a Cody Seth versus Rock and Roman night one and night two, them defending their championships. Um, you know, dude, it's it's a little all over the place right now. The card's not fully, fully set, but we know the main players. What 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 are you excited for, Joey, going into mania season, man? We're we're getting close. Man, um, well, first of all, I'm most excited because it's the one show I've never been to. Oh, wow. I've been I've been other pay-per-views. I've been to anything from house shows, pay-per-views, whatever. But I've never never got to go to WrestleMania. So I'm just mostly excited to get to actually go to WrestleMania. Um what I'm most excited for. I don't know. I don't know. Like I get to see The Rock. That's cool. Cause I haven't yeah. seen The Rock since like I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I like honestly, you, you know, all the bullshit and story and this and that aside, I'm super fucking pumped for that. I know Punk is going to be there in some capacity. So yeah. Not only do I get to actually go to WrestleMania finally, I get to see CM Punk at WrestleMania. Like for me, that's another huge one. Um, I'm excited for whatever surprise. You know, there's always some kind of mania shocker or surprise. You know, uh, even last year, like we were all watching together and, you know, just fuck. I, you know, getting to be in the building for that, that's going to be really cool. So, and I know there'll be some good matches. I'm kind of excited to see where they're going to go with Gunther um, for his match. We don't really have that clarity yet. I know we got seeds planted. Jimmy versus Jay is already planted. Like I already said from the stuff from the Elimination Chamber. 
Um, That'll be very yeah. Brett Bulldog. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, and that's honestly that's when you think about it in comparison, it's not like it's like oh really you're gonna be you're excited, dude. This is they're they're brothers. They've been they've the been wrestling each other their entire fans. lives, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been they've been partners and family their entire lives. So you, you finally get that. It's it's that. Yeah, it's Brett Bulldog at fucking yeah. SummerSlam. It's Brett and Owen at Mania. Like it's all these. It, it's like this whole family rivalry, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be good." And you yeah, know you they're gonna lay it yeah. in. They're gonna oh, lay they're it, it in. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I love you the stiffest fuck, shit yeah. since the Von Erichs fought. Dude, I'm saying it now. That match might be like show stealing match because you it know has they're the potential. Gonna, they finally got the opportunity to have. Obviously, it's best case scenario because they get to do it together but have the solo match at wrestlemania that's fucking awesome they're gonna be all in on that shit yeah i'm so fucking pumped for that well they better jimmy better enjoy it because it'll be the only one he ever fucking did (laughs) 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 (sighs) that's fucked up (laughs) come on dude he's cost that dude what it cost that guy three titles. The, you know, dude, if you don't think these boys are going to get in the ring and dance. Dude, I, come on. I, I want to see a Hell in the Cell. Put these motherfuckers in something just brutal. Uh, I want to see a You're upping it right to the, But, you know, at this point, they might we might even get that shit. We might. Yeah. Who knows? That's they what it needs. Like, they might be like, yo, it's a huge grudge match. Brother versus brother. Keep Let's everybody play. out of it. Yeah. Cage match. Hell in a Cell match. Something. Man, that'd be fucking pretty sweet. <sighs> fucking goose pimples right there. And the thing is, is didn't they have this storyline where it looked like it was going to be Jimmy versus Gunther at, at Mania for the title? And now we've switched it up and it appears to be something going on with the Judgment Day and maybe Damian Priest is cashing in on. They don't know what to do. With is that what is that what's now. going on? Yeah, it's what the tease is. All right. You know what I want just because I want the world to burn slowly. I, I I want honestly and I, I swear to God I want this just because I'm a shit human being. I want Drew McIntyre to beat Seth Rollins for the title. It could be clean. I want him to beat him clean. Drew finally gets that big pop in front of a stadium full of people because he never got that when he won the title. I want the cash in right there. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. And I man. want him to lose. I want Drew to lose it right there because I want to watch that world burn. Because as of right now, he's working without a contract. Actually, so, the only way it would be better is if he cheats the win and he loses the same way he won. Yes. There's your story. Oh. Yes. And I, I would love finish. it. <laughs> Send me right? the check, man. <laughs> Send me the check, baby. <laughs> I do all kinds of shit. What are we doing, man? We're not. We're, we should be fucking working with creators. Dude, if we see it, we know because we said it last week. They got to be listening to our shit. Somebody know, there got to sure. be listening yeah. to our shit because they're, they're, we're we're just calling it left and right for that. Make those oh, checks fuck. payable to shoot and shit incorporated. Right, <laughs> right. You could also make it out to cash. We like cash. <laughs> we like cash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's responsible for WrestleMania Forty? Us. That's why we keep getting new listeners because they know we're we're speaking the facts. So I actually had a thought about Mania and the Mania main event that I kind of wanted to get your gentleman's thoughts on. What do you got? What do we do 
if Cody loses again. We sing never-ending story in the crowd like a motherfucker. Turn I mean, I'm just saying, for I whatever reason, drunk, screaming out never-ending story. <laughs> if we got another year of Cody. I gotta finish my no, you don't, dude. Shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. At this point, and cancel me for it if you want to. Cody's gonna start sounding like some of these guys from the South that want the South to rise again. I've gotta finish the story. We're gonna rise again. <laughs> wow. It's gonna get bad, dude. It's gonna get bad. Dude, another year of finish the story. I'm absolutely like, get me the fucking cliff notes, dude. I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> I don't need to read any more of your story. It's over. I'm just saying, if you're Triple H, right? You're Paul Avec. Let's say you're Paul Avec. And you're going into Mania. And, of course, he's got to win. That was the whole point. Because last year you said the story isn't over. And now somehow Cody's back in the main event against Roman. <laughs> so it's the same story. Does he give the crowd what they, what they want? Because if that was the case, he should have fucking done it a year ago. This is the song that Roman could went on vacation, come back with rock. They could have destroyed the entire fucking roster and took over all over again. But that's not what happened. And now we're here. Is the story finished? Does Cody walk point, away the champ? If, if, if he doesn't win at Mania, I'm going to be a strong proponent of getting your ass out of there and going to AEW. Maybe you could finish the story there. I'm just saying, dude, Paul Levesque <laughs> learned under the tree of Dusty Rhodes in NXT. You have a to dust- give the people a payoff. I understand that, but a dusty book. You're if only going to masturbate for so it, many it, times if you don't get the release, buddy. That's all I I'm understand. I did. I, I, dude, that's one of my, you know, that that's my line. I know. I agree with you 100%. What all I'm saying is if Dusty thinks it's going to make money, daddy, we might stretch it out a little. Look, he's How thinking long about do you it. stretch it until you don't fucking care anymore, though? Dude, Roman Reigns is still the biggest fucking heel in the business. How he's many still times their have top we earner. Roman Reigns, though? I understand that, but now you got a bunch of new cats coming up. There's a whole new crop of kids that Roman can demolish and run through like Tyson did back in the 80s. I swear to God, if Cody does not finish the story now, I'm, Rocky it's three. Over. I'm just saying. Yeah, we lost already. That was last year. Just say, I hope that's not the case. And if it's if he does lose, it's not going to be clean. It's going to be because of rock or interference or some shit. Something's going to happen where Cody don't win it clean. Let me let me let me twist this for you. I'm gonna twist it. I'm gonna turn it on you. Cody wins because of the rock. I already said that. I said that yeah. a few weeks ago. I said that but somehow here, The Rock is going to be the reason why Cody wins. Here's the thing. It's not just The Rock, buddy. We got confirmation that a new member of the bloodline is making his oh, way yeah. to the WWE. Tomatonga. Tomatonga is on the way to the E. I'm seeing it play out as you're looking at it maybe... Cody has Seth Rollins' help to take care of some of the bloodline. And you're down to maybe what? Just Solo. 
and The Rock takes out Solo. Then you get the debut of Tama Tonga. Everybody's going to think, huh? It's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of moving parts. But if you're going to beat the longest running champion to date, there has to be a lot of moving parts. You don't want them to make him look weak. Does anybody remember how Dusty won the heavyweight title for Ric Flair? Dusty never won the title. That's what the whole story was about. No, I'm just joking. Go the NWA title. The NWA title. Yeah. The NWA title. Yes. He won. He won with a roll up. Yeah. Because it was Ric Flair. You know how many times Flair lost by roll up? Every time. Just saying. Sixty percent of the time, it works. Sixty. He said it works every time. That's how he won. Dusty won. It was a long match. They fought back and forth. It was a great story. But Dusty won with a roll-up. He just hooked him and rolled him up. That was it. As a snap roll-up at the end of the match. Completely unexpected. That's all she wrote. Still the I most would, dangerous move in wrestling. If you want to pay tribute to your old man, and you got to beat Roman Reigns, a snap roll-up to surprise him at the end of the match would be a perfect way to do it. So now your truth, team Cody wins. No, I'm just I'm I'm looking at all <laughs> options, buddy. All sides of the story. The other dude on the other side over here, he's stepping up his game. So I got to step up mine now. I'm not going to be the one that's getting his ass whipped every week. That ain't happening. I'm uh, you know I'm not taking nobody's place. I'm yeah. All I got to right. step up. He's <laughs> coming with heat. He's coming with heat, man. I got to bring the ice and slow that shit down. Damn. All right. Well. Gentlemen, I think uh, it's it's suffice it to say that we are thoroughly, thoroughly entertained and excited for WrestleMania, man. I'm, I'm happy because this is the only time of the year that I actually do get into the storylines, uh, the builds, you know, the what ifs, everything we do here right now. This is what we do on a day to day basis on our, you know, messages to each other. So this was good shit. That's Let's. <laughs> Let's transition out of WrestleMania talk and get to, uh, you know what? Let's hit let's hit one thing real quick before we hit this next question because I want to stick into the WWE before we transition out of it. Uh, there was a surprise return to NXT, keeping his actual name that he's wrestled with in AEW. Sean Spears is back. Looks like he may be running the full chairman gimmick again in NXT now. Um. Needle mover for me because I'm a Spears mark. What do you guys think? Good move, bad move coming back to home. Well, if you're Sean Spears, it's a good move. He's, I mean, dude, he's pretty deep into his career. Yeah. For a guy who's never really had a, if he's never really had, who's never really had a shot, like a legit chance to go out and go here, let's see what I can do. I mean, because he had dumb gimmicks and shit like that. But I like the chairman. I loved him in AEW. I just wish he wasn't like everybody's lackey and everything that he did there. That's a big athletic dude. And he yeah. can work. He can fucking work. And he can work on the mic. And he's got a good look. There's there's nothing but upside with him. So, you know, get in there and make your money, dog. That's, you know. The beginning of the chairman gimmick in AEW when it was him and Cody was money. He yeah. looked great. The promos were great. The chair work was great. That reinvention to me took off. But once once they got in trouble for that unprotected headshot, 
They yeah. started trying to shy away from that gimmick, not use the chair as much, but he was still the chairman. Then he started becoming everyone's lackey, and he was used only yeah. like, you know, that that yeah. hurt him. That unprotected chair shot hurt him. But yeah. um, I think I think he'll be smart this time. Jody, anything big on NXT for you? Um, <laughs> well, two things. Number one, NXT is just they got some talented people in there. They got enough main roster people down there that are just big enough to kind of, you know, make that show work. Some good shit in there. You know, we had the OC down in NXT now. Yeah. You know, Cor- Corbin's been doing this fucking thing, you know. Tag champ. So then yeah. they fucked that kid up so bad. <laughs> they fucked I'm, him up so bad, bro. I mean, Happy Corbin was an all time low. Yeah, dude, I I love the Lone Wolf gimmick. I I loved him in NXT. No shit, I did. You know where he fucked up? He cut his hair off. Yeah, just because he was going, he was fucking bald as fuck. I understand that. I understand that. He didn't have a choice. My dude, I understand it was sending out shit. But my point is, is when he had the long hair and he was doing the Lone Wolf thing, he dude, he walked to the ring. You believe that shit? It was worse than Shawn Michaels, dude. He had to let it go. No, I understand that. I'm not, dude. There's a lot of fuck. Hulk Hogan's still walking around with bandanas, got hair soaked in the back of it. Man, come on. <laughs> but they don't care about that like shit. That. Look at Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels looks better shaved, and he still grows that shit out, and he looks like a fucking. Never mind. My point is, <laughs> dude, when he cut his hair off, he he lost who he was, and that's what started this whole fucking downward spiral. And then they're just like, he's too talented. He's too big. He's too good on the mic. We got to get him out there. So it was dumb fucking gimmick after dumb fucking gimmick. And now he's in NXT kicking ass and riding choppers to the ring. And probably doing the best work he's done in what? Three years? At least. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a lot of talented people down there in NXT right now. (laughs) Uh, Back to what I was talking about. Thanks, sorry, Sean. Man. Really, really appreciate you going over the fucking. I'm sorry, dude. I like. I like. I think like, he's underused and Good. he's misused, though. Fucking god. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude. what does this thing taste like, Sean? Jesus Christ. Yeah, like both of you. Um. <laughs> so yeah, having Spears in there. I mean, that's kind of a a decent size free agent signing. You know, Spears could have went to TNA and probably done pretty well there. Um. Yeah. You know, he, he had he had probably some options to go different places, but you know, go to NXT. They let him keep, yeah, the whole Sean Spears name, which I thought was really great. And they don't go back to the old Ty Dillinger shit. Um, you know, even though the crowd was chanting 10. Uh <laughs> yeah, he had the whole fucking chairman gimmick happening, and I was all about it. I like that gimmick too when he first did that shit. Yeah, like that. You know, with with Cody and that whole thing, I thought it was a great gimmick. I was like, "This is this is fantastic." Even when he was doing it in the Pinnacle, and he kind of made it more comedy. It was like yeah. it was it was comedy when he was with the Pinnacle and fucking you know MJF's group. Yep, it was it was still good. So I think it's huge for NXT to have you know Sean Spears. He's been there, and look, they want to really keep pushing some of this talent that's down there. I mean, they're giving them good people to work with at this point. Yeah, you know, I think it gets them a lot closer to the main roster a lot faster. They're working with legitimate main roster talent. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. 
you have one of the best fucking international tag teams going down to NXT right now to work with these young tag teams that are down there. Shit. Yeah. That's a hell of a point. You'll be able to see who's ready, who's actually ready by the way they work That's with some of the take. vets that are down there. That's yeah. For someone who shits on NXT, man, that was fucking awesome. Great That's shit. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah. Appreciate you. Well, without Dennis here, I just started to start watching NXT now. So. <laughs> oh, dude. You just, I'm sure he appreciates it so much. I'm sure. All right, fellas, real quick. Transitioning. <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Love you, buddy. Love you, Dennis. <laughs> we love you, man. <sighs> well, let's get out of WWE to a question that's going to be little controversial because when I first heard it, it kind of blew my mind, man. And um, I want to see what you boys think and then I'll offer up my take. The Wrestle Talk question of the week, which we're going to make a new graphic because it might, you know, just fits. But the new uh, Wrestle Talk question of the week, man, came from a creator. I believe it's the Masked Hope. If I get it wrong and you guys know who it is, leave the comments and put them correctly. But it was a hell of a take. Um, basically... The Mass Hope was talking about Orange Cassidy and the 28 defenses or 27 defenses of that uh, AEW All-Atlantic or whatever the hell they're calling it, international title. And the point was made, is that title kind of feeling like AEW's 24-7 title? Is this becoming a gimmicky title because of how many times a uh, AEW's had Orange Cassidy kind of just win on this damn thing? Mm. Wanna go rock, paper, scissors? You just wanna let me go. Go ahead. Go for it. All right. Rock it. I think it's the dumbest fucking comparison I've ever heard in my fucking life. Those matches 24-7 shit. That was so fucking how do you come the man he's defended his title 27 times? And I know that fucks people up because we got a champion in the WWF who hasn't even wrestled 27 times in the last two fucking years. But wrap your brain around it. Yes, his fucking gimmick is goofy. But he can work with anyone, and he's proven it. And not only is he getting taking a beating and selling the shit out of it every fucking week, his matches are good. Yeah, some of them are a little over-fucking-produced, and there's dumb shit going on. But they're always good, and they're always fucking entertaining. We finally have a champion in, on wrestling every week defending his title, and you motherfuckers want to bitch about it. What the fuck get over yourselves it ain't even close to the same fucking thing i yeah that's that's just you, dumb you, shit you missed the joey k trademark i hate it here just throw it out there. <laughs> sorry <laughs> bud <laughs> you know it's not it's i don't i i agree and i don't agree like i don't agree because obviously the 24 7 title is that gimmick backstage bullshit vignettes and it's just a way to dana put brooke had that motherfucker just a way to put 20 people <laughs> on fucking camera for a couple clips and waste about 20 minutes of your show every monday um but at the same time what the fuck does that title really mean you know it it's it, it, it is it really even a fucking title at this point there's so many fucking title belts in AEW. We've been, you know, I said, I think just last week I said something about that. Yep. Like the amount of the amount of fucking titles and, and all that shit. Um I, I don't know. 
I don't I, has, I, I oh, think it's Christian a gimm- has- I, I think it's a I think it's a shit title. I think seeing it defended every single week because you have other champions in your company that aren't fucking you got nothing to do with them. You either can't book them or you booked yourself into a fucking corner with somebody who has a title belt that really is like fuck four. You know? No offense to Christian Cage here, who's been phenomenal on the microphone, but you know, he can't wrestle you if your dad's not dead. Yeah, we're, we're doing the fucking, we're doing the fucking, you know, bloodline, but your dad died story. With that. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. He made a fucking family. He only comes out and talks. He has everybody fight for him. Where, where am I wrong in this? No, you're right. So that title's a waste. Roman um, Don't get me fucking started Christian on the Ring of Honor titles. Receding heirloom. Like the fucking Ring of Honor titles, Jesus Christ! Like nobody even. Fu- I don't even know who the fucking Ring of Honor champions are at this point. Eddie uh, Kingston no, is still I, the main, I believe. Is he good for him? Yeah. Doesn't he have some other belt too that he won? He's Anybody defending crown. that fucking thing? Um. She so, tag titles and six man titles and fucking dog shit and horse shit and fucking mouse shit. It's all bullshit to me. Like, there's so many fucking types. Who cares? And what? Oh, you got Orange. Who's going to? Oh, yeah, he's great because he's so over with the crowd. So you put him on every fucking other week to defend the title. And then you're like, look at this workhorse of a champion. No, it's just because you can't get your other fucking talent over because you book him so poorly. So you got to rely on old Faithful here, who, by the way, praise to him from going from the fucking goofy version of the OC gimmick to an actual fucking decent in-ring performer gimmick of, of this. Like, fuck, man. It's still all bad booking and bullshit titles. Who cares? I feel like yeah. even when you compliment somebody, you're insulting them, man. Fuck, I can't. Yeah, I fucking, ugh. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I watched fucking, I watched Dynamite, right? I watched part of Dynamite. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I didn't give a fuck. Um, I I couldn't. You could, I, you can't pay me enough to sit there and watch two, all two fucking hours of that without fast forward it, skipping it, or just saying, "Nah, I'll look it up on Instagram." But Jesus Christ, man! Like, and this is—I know a lot of people are like have controversial takes on this, but oh, how's Tony Khan gonna literally dig up and support the fucking? Owen Hart Foundation and dig up Owen's wife's ass. How how are you gonna how are you gonna do that? Knowing full well how she feels about the way her husband died. Yep. And then drop a fucking card carrying AARP member from the fucking rafters for what one last ride? Yeah, he almost had one last fucking ride. That was about to be his one last fucking ride. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, dude. Oh, He's in the man. rafters. Dude, that's not I, even like, the biggest train wreck of the show. No, it's, it's just, not. It's just more of cringy shit. It's the cringy bullshit. They're like, yeah, I remember. And this is this is Tony Khan. As a, Tony, this is a, a billionaire child right here. This is a billionaire child. Like, he gets to fucking buy and like, oh, my, I love Sting. I love Sting when I was a kid. I remember when he used to drop him out of the rafters. Let's do that again. Like, <laughs> this is what he's doing. He's playing with his fucking action figures in the backyard. That's what AEW is. 
The end well, of who, the catastrophe. The, the biggest. Oh, go ahead. What are you going? Was you going to ask a question or say something? Yeah, I was, man. But I was going to let you have it. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, no. Go ahead. Do your thing, babe. Go ahead. I, I, I just wanted to know who, who said Vince McMahon. <laughs> he probably told her to over text. I don't. I don't know why she said it. <laughs> um, that was inappropriate, Joseph. Jesus. <laughs> Keep me out of your bullshit tonight. The the worst part about that fucking dude, come on. Somebody please go get Rick and just set him down. Just just go set him down. He wants come to on, die man. in the ring. I cannot come be convinced. Then, then, that he then doesn't somebody want put to. him then somebody put him out of his misery because I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Look, dude, that, old... that that he should just haul off and hit these motherfuckers for real. That was <laughs> the worst shit. I have ever seen. Old ass May Young considered, dude. Uh, May Young would whip Ric Flair's ass. May Young would whip Ric Flair's she's, ass. She's right been dead now. ten. She's been dead ten years and could still fucking whip Ric Flair's ass <laughs> right the fuck now. Come on, man. I love Rick to death, and I don't. It this shit just breaks my fucking heart. It's a that was some of the saddest shit I've ever seen. Right? The legacy dies every time he goes out. Man, just stop. And even for a guy that's 86 years old or however the fuck, 108, 13, whatever the fuck, <laughs> he still sold that shit, oversold that fucking low blow, dude. He still oversold that shit. Come on, I don't Rick. know, dude. They, they hit the helicopter, buddy. It's got to hurt. Dude. <laughs> oh, fucking A. But, um... <laughs> Speechless. Fucking Rick, man. Fucking Rick. A- AEW, man. Let me let me get this taken because we were talking about AEW just now, and you guys had great points on the the Russell Talk question of the week, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. I like it kind of how Joey K summed it up because it's kind of exactly how I feel. I don't think the title is a joke title. I think <laughs> that. The issue is, is it's on TV too much because there's other champions who are not one to do are not being able to be booked the way that Orange Cassidy is because he's a mega draw. And the overworked rate is making it feel like it's kind of like a jokey. We shouldn't, you know, take this seriously. Oh, it's Orange Cassidy. It's another little win. I I don't like that take. Um I don't I don't see it being completely out of left field because I think, you know, if you were under the impression that he was still winning matches the way he was in the beginning with the jokey gimmicks and the barely care roll ups or the hands of the pockets roll ups or just falling on people. Yeah, I could see that being like, oh, this is a fucking joke. But his matches have been really good. We have praised some of his work lately. Um, I think I think it's just it's, it's the oversaturation as wrestling fans. We're never fucking happy. You either don't wrestle enough or you wrestle too fucking much. And yeah. for Orange Cassidy, he's wrestling just too fucking much. Right. Which is which is kind of bullshit, man, that he's actually trying almost being punished for being willing to do business. Yeah. It's sad. You know, it's sad. <sighs> so uh who would you book for Ric Flair's last match? Who takes him out? <laughs> At this point, it's gotta be Satan because he's gotta own the contract by now. <laughs> No, I want like I want the fucking giant chicken for Family Guy. 
Oh, dude, that would be awesome. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. He would never hurt anybody. <sighs> who's going to take out Ric Flair of fucking bottle of Tito's? That's what's going to take out Ric Flair. And chlamydia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the clap. Maybe some of those, some of those woo wings, maybe. <laughs> or or uh, what's the fucking woo energy drink? Woo or, energy uh, drinks. Yeah, the the wings are the best. The fucking audio commercials for the oh, dude, woo yeah. wings. It is. I'm almost per- I'm almost sure that ten percent of that liquid is Viagra. I'm not hundred <laughs> percent positive on that, but it's Rick. Oh. So let's uh, let's start to wind it down, gentlemen. We've got a couple of deaths here in the wrestling world. There we go. I know. I I don't want you guys to shit on these guys because one of them you can do it very easily. <laughs> one of them getting it. The other one. I'll take. I'll take the other one. I'll take. I'll do whatever one uh, you take, Joe. I'll take the other one. Oh uh, no, I got something to say about both. So you do uh, whatever you want to do. Go. All right. All right. To the to uh, the only Anderson and the Anderson family, we do express our condolences to the passing of Ole Anderson. And uh, <laughs> I have it on good authority that Virgil passed away waiting on his table at Olive Garden. So what do you Olive guys Garden. got? That's what I said that they find him next to an Olive Garden. But then I asked if that was too soon. I think it was about Those five minutes sticks. after they. Yeah. Bread sticks. Look, man. Um, uh, dude, okay. let, get my, I'll be quick. Ole Anderson is known as one of the biggest assholes said. in the business, man. I mean, he wasn't a good guy. He. Wasn't a good booker. He was a mediocre wrestler. Let's be honest. Let, let's let's call it what it is. He was an old dude that had been in the business long enough that people had to respect him, and he was a dick about it. I'm not saying I hope it was painful, but I, I you know, I'm, I didn't, I didn't realize he was even still here. So there's that. Because, you know, we go to all these meet and greets and shit, and I've never seen Ole Anderson there. But then I remember, like, nobody gives a fuck. They wouldn't want to meet him anyway because he's an asshole. So there's that. Like, he's probably going to have I'm an asshole engraved on his fucking tombstone. (laughs) And I'm sorry I missed it with Mark. (laughs) Now, the other one. I know I got to I got to be really careful with this one. I, that character is probably the biggest. <laughs> I'm not going to use the because I'm not allowed to. You were a black manservant to a rich white man, and you wanted to charge fifty dollars for a fucking autograph. Are you shitting me? We actually owe the estate twenty bucks for talking about him right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is. <laughs> <sighs> You weren't exactly blazing the trail for the African American athlete, brother. Yeah, you just you just were, you know. He was dude, he was a fucking man. His character and gimmick will forever be known. He was he a just, man servant. He just stood there stroking guy. money that didn't belong to him, man. <laughs> That's just what the fuck is that shit? Have you guys seen Django Unchained? <laughs> <laughs> That's Virgil. <laughs> You gonna let him in the house? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, dude! You look. Here, here's the thing. You know, it's it sucks. It sucks. Uh-huh. You know, he was what sixty one. Died. 
what 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 was it? I have read cancer. Yeah, right? he had yeah, it was, was it, uh, prostate or yeah, yeah one of the one of the ones one of the ones that really fucking gets you. Like that's <laughs> like no jokes. I mean that sucks, but at the same time. <laughs> Dude, I that don't man, know. That man thought he was a fucking megastar. And <laughs> like he he wasn't. He was he he was bare he wasn't not even the mid card. Remember when he broke off, right? And had this his solo run in the WWF? Like he came out with the like red and white striped boxing guys. Yeah, they had like come on. Like he thought he was the shit and on his way. And like after his story ended with the million dollar man, nobody gave a shit about him. He was just absolute fucking job material. So he came in with the NWO for the minimum. Yeah. In WCW, which was 75 grand a year. I mean, just to be just to be there. Like, uh, you know, say he was like, oh, I'm part of the fucking NWO. Everybody was part of the NWO. My fucking, my mom for fucking six months was part of the NWO. All right? Like, it's not, I, you know. I was part of the NWO. Special. Yeah. Sean's old enough. He was there. I mean, what was, the fuck? He, he was part of the Wolfpack? Yeah. <laughs> so, look, whatever, man. Hey, sucks. 61. That's young, dude. That blows. But goddamn. Let's not, we're not fucking weeping tears. And Oli, for fuck's sake, man, this guy. I will say, look, he he was an absolute piece of shit. An absolute piece of shit. The fact that Ric Flair literally had to, he literally sent out, when, they, when the news broke Oli passing, he was like, it was the most passive-aggressive you know, well, we never really saw eye to eye, but uh, you know, Godspeed type thing. Like, fuck, dude. If Rick's not even giving a fuck about you, I know, dude. But, but all time asshole, all time asshole. He wasn't inducted in the Hall of Fame with the Horsemen because he wanted nothing to do with WWE. But guess yeah. what? That went both fucking ways. Because back in it, back in the day, I'm gonna pull my fucking inner DDJ out right now. Back in the day, when Vince bought the was the Georgia Championship Wrestling's time slot and and TV time at fucking six oh five. Yep, yep, yep. And and fucking just undercut only. Oh yeah, Black Saturday. There we go. That whole shit. And the I heard Cornette say this story, and I wish to God I'm probably not going to get it right, but like Google it. Cornette told the story about Oli, and he just how he went. Vince went to Vince went to meet Oli and Oli was just like you can go fuck yourself or something like that. <laughs> Never so worked Vince another day and, in his life. <laughs> so Vince the next time Vince doesn't go and he or or what is it? Vince went and he brought oh it's Vince went again and this time he brought Linda and Oli was like you can both go fuck yourselves <laughs> and Vince was like you're done fuck off but that's only like he he yeah. didn't care he's just an old old piece of shit decrepit fucking just awful and look i'm not gonna shit on his right i mean hey look the minnesota fucking wrecking crew was was pretty fucking badass back in their day you know 
What's that? Because of Arn. Talking about talking about Gene. Well, I'm talking about when him and Arn were tagging up, and they were the Minnesota. Oh, that, yeah, but, yeah. Well, now, I'm not old enough to remember him and Gene tagging, man. I don't know. <laughs> that was before me, brother. When I started sure watching that? him, he. I'm positive. Sure about that? Yes. You were, you were fucking. I got a picture of you fucking ringside when fucking George Hackenschmidt won the fucking NWA title, <laughs> in nineteen fucking thirty four or whatever the fuck it happened. The original champ. You were there, bud. You were- I tell you what, man, you keep talking that old shit with me and see what happens, brother. Whoa, you fucking fall asleep? We're not supposed to be talking. You lay down and fall asleep, big guy? You're sleepy? Do you really want to compare who's in better shape, me or you? Sean was there. I ain't talking about shape. I'm just talking about you're like one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel, dog. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's without a doubt. That's true. The old that's bastard. True. I am an old bastard. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, but look, man, hey, it sucks when anybody passes away. We're joking shit like that. But goddamn. I'm not joking. We lost one delusional <laughs> fucking one complete fucking asshole. Yeah. The most overstated <laughs> the most the most overstated line in an article that I've read so far was the wrestling world mourns. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't. I've seen more fucking more no, memes about Virgil passing no, that no, are no. just hilarious than mourning. It should have read the wrestling world is confused because both wrestlers were assumed dead already. Oh no, no, no. People knew Virgil was alive. He was still charging 20 yeah. bucks to message him. Well, yeah. dude, as long as you're a meme on the internet, you're always alive, Virgil. That's beautiful, breadsticks. <laughs> and with that, we'll say Happy Black History Month, everybody. That was the last day of Black History. So, hey, well, we end on a on Virgil. We end on a Django and Virgil reference. So, hell, we did. Yeah, good. I feel like I feel like your people are getting shortchanged on this one, Big Dog. Well, but then again, they only get days. four weeks a year. So, yeah, twenty nine on leap year. So it's already been shortchanged. Shortest fucking month. I mean, come on, man. <sighs> Bastards. If that ain't saying something, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Hey man, that fucking new producer cut us off at 102. We still had to get what eight more minutes. Who's and paying this fucking guy? I think we did good. I think we did good. Yeah. And we get to keep a little bit of the old song. I know how you like it. Man, look at that. There you go, Pat. I don't know, man. I don't know if this new guy's gonna work out. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> Jesus. Legends of the Ring Sting, man. It's a great figure, old school figure. Looks great. It's Old school Sting from WCW. Guys, you know us, three-fourths of the shooting shit team. And we're here with a listener just like you guys. This is Jimmy from Super Powers Comics. My friend of 20, almost 20 years. He's known since you were 12. If you know people in Chicago, you probably know Dennis because he knows half the town, of course. But shooters, if you need action figures, Comics, wrestling memorabilia. We just showed you Sting. Superpowers Comics. 
We'll put up their QR code so you can get a good look at everything they have coming. Give it a shot, shooters. Get your superpowers on and get your comments from our friend Jimmy who listens just like you. Attention wrestling fans and fans of Shooting Shit Podcasts. You can now be one of the cool kids by going to ProWrestlingTees.com and buy the official Shooting Shit t-shirt. Buy it now and be there at ringside. Be sure to check us out on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-G-S-H-T. Find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. Check us out on TikTok at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-I-T. And you can buy your official shooting shit shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thanks for watching.